and welcome to Try Not The Pod. I'm Leah. And I'm Mia. And today we're going to be talking about... Hold off. Okay, I'm sorry. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I am fine. We got given some feedback on last series that uh, when we jump straight into the... I'm Mia, I'm Leah, and we're going to talk about this. It doesn't feel very natural. There's no, like... That How's is, it going? Yeah, that is true. Although I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they were like, I don't understand why podcasters say like, oh, how are you doing? Like they haven't just been sat in a room chatting for 20 minutes before they start recording. <laughs> and I kind of think that's <laughs> also true. Well, now you mention it, yeah. But I guess because on the ones that we were doing before, they were virtual, so we haven't been sat in a room together. Yeah, definitely. Whereas you're absolutely right. I have come down to visit you and obviously we've had a whole morning of chat. general life chat. So, yeah. uh, But for the, for the benefit of our listeners, I'm very well, thank you. Um, having a good day. Um, and feeling quite inspired about this next... Next pod that we're recording. Yeah. yeah. I am pretty mind-blanked on it. So, okay, let's dive in. What are we doing? We're going to do clay pigeon shooting. <laughs> Which I am so excited about because I've never done anything like this. I've never done, like, you know, fire range pistol shooting or pistol shooting were you in a western well i don't know i couldn't think what, what okay, a handgun okay. is okay I just... have you never shot a gun i so my dad was a shooter really? <laughs> sorry that sounds dad really weird he, he used to like like go going shooting um <laughs> you know like game like pheasant and oh okay stuff. okay like a hunter yeah, yeah no, like i a... don't know what is that no you're right what is that like you're t- my dad was a you're going on a shoot yes so when when I was really little, so I, don't, I mean, I, don't, I have no recollection really of him doing it. There's a few photos, I guess, around the house where he's kind of like got an, uh, you know, a gunshot, a shotgun slung over his arm. Oh my and God. maybe like some pheasants, dead pheasants. Exactly. And I don't know who he used to do with, it with, but he used to be a member of a, a gun club. Okay. Um, and so he used to have a safe with his shotguns in oh, it. Oh my God, like a gun cupboard. A gun cupboard, yeah. But that was all when we were little and we obviously weren't, we were too young and weren't allowed to go with him. But I have this recollection of him having this. And then I think my cousins used to do it too and maybe used to do it through school or clay pigeon shooting through school or something like that. Anyway, one summer in Lebanon, the boys and my dad and my uncle were going bird shooting and they took me and my older sister with them. And so I think my dad at some point with the air rifle had set up a couple of cans on a wall that we tried to shoot. But I also don't remember going through that motion. So I don't know if he'd set them up and actually my cousin shot them and not me and my sister or whether me and my sister did. Like, I don't, I don't know. So that's my only experience. So this is very exciting because yes, I have no recollection of ever having shot a gun. Okay. And I'm very excited. Amazing. Why did you choose this? I chose it because for a few reasons. One, I've always wanted to do it. Like I've generally So you've never shot a gun either. I've shot a gun. I've shot a handgun. Um A pistol. A pistol, yeah. I've shot a couple of handguns actually and How and why? Uh, in America. Um of on my so on my sister in law's father's property. So Right, okay. Um, but like, you've just made that sound like the typical American. Really? That I don't know, that owns handguns. In their property. I think most Americans own handguns. Well, own guns, actually. So my... Oh, it's really, like, really 
convoluted. My sister-in-law's dad owns quite a few different guns, but it was an amazing experience because he set up, like, he basically pinned dollar bills to targets and let us try and, like, shoot the face of a president or whatever. Oh, fuck! Um, and it was just, it was... I don't think that was the exercise, actually, shoot the face of the president. Like, that's just what I tried to do in my own mind. Um, nothing against the president. I was just, you know, trying to aim. Um, but I stupidly came back through customs with those shotgun cartridges. The, not shotgun. What? The bullet cartridges. The Why? Because I wanted to keep them. Oh, right. Okay. But I had them in my luggage. luggage. So actually, like... I'm you sur- looked a bit like a mentaler. Well, I'm surprised that no one, like got the kind of residue of the like shot residue or whatever anyway i've still got them the gun i've still got them. oh wow but it was just really 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 good fun and i will say so terrifying this is not like a gun control uh you know podcast but how terrifying how easy it is to pull the trigger on a revolver i mean that anyone could do it it's literally just boom like duh. it terrified me because i've never thought about it before but it's just so easy um but clay pigeon shooting with a shotgun, I don't think, or a rifle, I guess you use a shotgun, do you? I don't know. No, I don't no know either. So that's going to be interesting. But I think it's a shotgun because I've heard that you get quite a lot of recoil, like if that's what it's called. When you know. shoot, it kind of pushes the gun back into your shoulder. So, um, and I've heard some really funny stories where people have tried to do this. And like my dad, I remember my dad told me a story about someone who was doing it. They shoot, the, they shoot them out of traps, the clays. So sometimes they shoot them across, sometimes they shoot them up and over. And there was a guy who was trying to shoot these clays that were coming up. And he was follow- he was tracking the clay with the gun, but he left it too late. So when he shot the gun, he shot and the force knocked him over onto his back. Well, so that's what I'm imagining is going to happen to me. Because as we know, I'm not particularly stable on my feet. And even more so this weekend, I'm not particularly stable because my, my support that I normally wear is broken. So you're already like, are you going to be able to do this? Do you, I'll stand behind you so you don't fall over. Well, only because you, I booked this like, I don't know what, 10, 10 days, two weeks ago. And you messaged me like two days ago and said, oh, by the way, yeah, my support's broken. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a bit more, you know, wobbly. And I was like, uh, okay. And I said to Ellie, like, do you think she's going to be okay? And I asked you like, are you okay standing? Like, can you like plant yourself? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like... I've been out with you where we've just been walking on what I perceived as flat surface and you've managed to just like trip over your own feet and end up on the floor like on more than one occasion so I'm like I'm not sure giving her a shotgun and letting her fire it is going to be a good idea but actually you're right when you're stitch you are quite yeah I'm like, stable yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's gross so, anyway it's not like we're shooting on like we'll be on grass yeah it'll be fine and even if it does not be back like yeah. And what? It's a funny story. Yeah, okay. So we've got, I think, I think it's 25 clays each. Okay. That sounds so, like quite a lot. It's quite exciting. Like I said, my, my my cousin used to do it at school. I think he was in the, like, the clay pigeon shooting. He went to boarding school. So mm. if that makes more sense than if you're just at a day school. But when you said they did it through school, I was like, wow, fancy school. <laughs> because most people are like bit of basketball like possibly a bit of netball and you're like oh i think it was on the clay pigeon i think yeah i think so or school or uni or something but i think he was quite good but yeah so i had like how is your so forget about hand-eye coordination i like to think it was good Mm -hmm. because i used to play tennis when i was little okay so on that basis i think if you do a hand hand hand-eye coordination sport when you're younger generally that stays with you for the most part like in lockdown 
my boyfriend and I were playing quite a bit of table tennis. So again, I think that kind of worked. Um, that's I like super to think cute, I was by the way. That's proving. That's super cute. I hate um, table tennis. Oh, I love it. I hate it with we passion. even bought, there was one near we his house. Paddles. We bought our oh, own paddles because there was like a table tennis table near his house. And then I think a lot of people cottoned onto it being there and it became like a place where people would just like obviously go and play and then piss by it. Oh, no. And so they removed it. And it's really annoying because it was literally like a seven minute walk from his house. And now the other nearest one to him is a broken table. So like your balls go all over the place. I don't, and, and like it's, it was in a, in the courtyard of a church. Um, or like, sorry, this courtyard that the table tennis table was in that like a church was on one side of the courtyard and then a couple of office buildings were another. And so it just like, I think people would piss on the church wall. So I don't know, just, you know, disrespectful. And obviously nothing was shut, like, so no bars and nowhere where you could go and pee. Yeah. So yeah, it, like th- for a while we were playing, we're like, it really stinks of piss. And look at that, like piss corner. So we think that's why the table was removed, okay. but a bit annoying. So yeah, I like to think that I'm quite good at eye, hand-eye coordination, but I've never had to do anything where actually you're... The thing that you're trying to target is so far away from you. And moving. And move. Well, no, because the ball is moving. <laughs> when you're, but it's you hitting the ball that's come to you rather than you're trying to hit something that's far away. I so see. you've got to factor in actually the bullet, the time for the bullet to leave your gun and hit the pigeon shoot. Oh, do you have to factor that in? I think. Well, I figure because it's not, it's going to take time to travel to wherever the clay. Oh, fast travel. I mean, like, bullets are like instant. You're not like, oh, I'm going to shoot that person. But, I better allow for them but to But no, no, and... so you're allowing for two bits of movement, right? You're allowing for the, the clay pigeon, the to clay move. pellet, whatever it's called, to move. And yeah. also for your bullet to move. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to do some kind of mental calculation. Yeah, see, I hadn't factored this in because I have done archery. So I don't know if I told you this, but me and my uh, one of my friends, who you know... Um, we decided to do an archery course. That is fun. I didn't know this. Actually, it's Paul. Okay. And I did ask him if he minded the fact that we'd used his name because then you full named him. And did I? Was, I? Oh, yeah, and I didn't edit it. Um, oh, so. I'm so sorry, Paul. FYI. <laughs> he's fine with it. Okay. Um, if he's not, it's too late anyway. Shout out, Paul, because he uh-huh. does listen. Um, so we did an archery course and it was so cool. We used to just call it arrows, actually. We're like, oh, we've got arrows tonight. Um, and it was probably in the build up for the London Olympics because we were going to, yeah, it was okay. pre London Olympics. Because um, we both tried Where to get Where you met my uh, doppelganger. Yes. The doppelganger. Oh, God, that's a story for another time because that is. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, we took a course and I was actually pretty good. Like I, I mean, I wasn't excellent, but I was pretty good. And I've done archery a few times in the past and I'm also quite good at those shooting games on like, you have them on the pier. I'm actually, I'm shit at those. Oh, so I'm quite good at them. I can hit the targets. When we were in Japan, I did one where you like pay like a, a dollar for it or whatever whatever it probably yen actually i imagine um at disneyland this was and i got all the targets so i got like a gold badge oh, they gave me a you. badge yeah it was really cool um oh bugger i'm quite competitive so actually this is now but gonna... hang on this is totally different because all of those are static targets so right, i'm yeah. lining up against and you something. can take your time to be like take oh. your time less so with archery because you're kind of you end up 
if you're pulling back, you end up losing your control because of the tension. Oh. Um, but, yeah, you've got time, haven't you, to sort of, like, line up and stuff. But it doesn't move. So I actually don't think I'm going to be very good at this because what I struggle with probably is going to be the fluid fluidity of the movement because I think you've got to be able to... Okay, the clay's coming across you. You've got better follow of the gun and fire at the same well, time. Well, unless the tactic is... I mean, I know that's obviously when you see people do it, that's what they do. Yeah. But unless the tactic is that you <laughs> you line your gun up straight somewhere in front of you and you just wait for the clay to, like... Yeah, but that's going to be impossible because by the time you see the clay... Yeah, you're right, pulling, it's too late. Yeah, this yeah. is why I think they follow the target. Maybe they're slightly ahead of it, even. I don't know. Hopefully, they're going to tell us. So, yeah, 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 true. Um, yeah, because it's not fun for people if it's just like, oh, figure it out yourself here. No, and we've tips got and an tricks. instructor. Okay. And I, this is a, it's a taster session. So normally um, it's quite expensive. And I think actually, when I say it's quite expensive, it's not ridiculously expensive, but you can pay anywhere between 50 and 100 pounds for a per person. Right. So it's not something you might be like, oh, I just think I'll go and shoot some clays. But this is almost like a taster session. So it's okay. giving you the opportunity to see if it's if something that you something, like yeah. or if it's something that's really not for you. So I think it was like £35 each. What if we're both like, oh my God, this is our new hobby? What if I move from actually doing clay to shooting clay? My God, that would be so, <laughs> that would be mental. Well, there's loads of places to do it. In and London. you can get a membership anywhere. I mean, we're going somewhere that's fairly near Worthing. So uh, we're going to Thindon. Um, she's not far Oh, I drove through Findham last time. Hmm. Um, yeah, which is interesting because all I knew was in Findham was the crematorium so and a garden centre. And a garden centre because, yeah, 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 you looked it out for me. Uh, but, yeah, this is just outside of Findham apparently, but this, it's quite a big gun club and they will, there's lots of other things that they do. So they do, um, you mentioned... Pheasants. Air rifles. No, they, don't, oh. they don't shoot animals, I don't think, but they've got some air rifles there. You can do axe throwing, um, oh, fun. they've got loads of other activities and I think they've got a gun range so you can do the handgun shooting handgun shooting but I thought as a as an experience we could actually go to a gun range maybe later on yeah um, and where you got the targets of the people you can do a, uh, a session I found but they didn't have availability for this period um, where they like they do in the movies where they've got the bad guys and the good guys and you've got to shoot the baddies and yes not... and not the goodies so okay. that i think i would be really good at okay like, that i think i would be did you used to play like Point Blank? goldeneye or whatever on a playstation yes so i've never played any of those playstation games okay so i think i'm not good at judging so me and my brother i'd just be like oh something moving here <laughs> me and my brother used to play Point Blank, which is like an arcade game. You have like a... Oh, with a blue gun and a red gun. Yes. 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 And I am watching that on eBay. And when one comes up, I'm buying it and I'm putting it in the kitchen. An actual arcade game? The actual arcade oh, wow. game. There was one once that came up for sale. And it was the, the end of the um, the end of the auction was my nan's funeral. Oh. Yeah. And me and my brother were like, uh, we really want important. this, but we just need to put the phones down. Yeah. Obviously. Um, and since then, I haven't seen one come up. So I have it on an alert, and every now and again they're like, "There's an arcade going here." And there was one the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to buy it!" It was like seven hundred pounds, and um, like this is a deal that I know Veli like she could yeah. have a range cooker, but when the point blank machine comes up, I'm putting it in the kitchen. Um, and unfortunately, it was like to be sold for parts. Oh, so, yeah. So because it, if it anyone knows of a point blank machine that's going, I want it. It has to have both guns. It has to be working. 
um, and I am going to use it. So, and if you come to my house, I'm going to charge you to use it. So that's, you know, I'm going to pay for it. Um, yeah. So I love that game so much. My brother does listen to the podcast and I hate to admit this, but he is better than me at it. But if you and I are at gun range shooting good guys and bad guys, I'm gonna you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. But this, I think you're going to win. I've got a feeling. I feel like I talked up the hand-eye coordination thing. I'm pretty shit at hand in that in that sense. If I think about my tennis skills are not uh, not good at all. I can't play ping pong, which is probably why I hate it. I can catch anything that is thrown at me. Like if you throw something okay. at me, I can catch. So, but again, it's different because this is. I think you've got to be able to do two things at the same time. Here, you've got to be able to track a moving object and fire a gun. And I'm not sure that I have that. Capability. But that, that's what I mean. I think it's. It's not only hitting a target, but factoring in the yeah, and the distances and the the speed at which things move and so apparently they have some. So I did a bit of research, and a lot of these places have various different um, traps. So sometimes they they're like rabbits, so they let them off and they go along the ground. Oh, so the, the clay is literally you know three inches above the ground. Yeah, and you've got to track it. I think the guns, like you said about those pictures of your dad, we've hit the mm. gun over his... They look quite big to me, quite heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't... I've never held a shotgun. No, I mean, I might have done when I was a child, but I don't remember. So I feel like that in itself is going to be a challenge. All they said, and they were lovely, um, because I booked it online, and for some reason you can't pay with a card on their website. So I rung them um, and they just didn't get back to me. I left like four messages and I was like, this is mental. They accepted my order, but I still hadn't paid for it. So I rung again and I got hold of the lady and she was so nice. Oh, our phone system's been down and we haven't been able to do this and whatever, whatever. Oh, just pay a deposit, love. And, you know, on the day there'll be a a Jez, your instructor, he'll help you out. You'll be fine. You've never done any shooting before. So no, no, we haven't. Okay, all you need to do is bring some baseball caps, which... You have specifically told me not to tell you what we were doing. But yeah. I was like, can you bring baseball caps? Can you stand up? <laughs> um, and you must have seen in our email, trynotthepod at gmail.com, yeah. we just kept getting all of these reminders from the gun club, right? Yeah. Just saying, can you pay, can you pay, can you pay? What so, did you... You're right. So, I yeah, I have said, please don't tell me what we're doing. And all I've seen for, like, the last two weeks is, <laughs> Leah, please pay for your... No, payment reminder whatever the name of the gun club is. So blah, 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 gun club. Leah, payment reminder, blah, 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 gun club. I was like, I'm not going to spoil it for myself. So I'm not going to open the email to see what you've not paid for. <laughs> so that was that was like after the first two or three emails. These emails were daily for the last two or three weeks. Yeah. So it got to the point that every time I just like, you know, when you can highlight them all, just put markers read, because I can't stand unread emails in my inbox. Sometimes, though, the problem is you mark our emails as unread, but you haven't actioned them. And I think that you've actioned them and you haven't. So you did this the other day with an Instagram message, which was to Sam about a piece of art that I was buying. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't reply to him for <gasps> four weeks. Oh, and I had to go back and say, I'm really sorry, but Mia has been clearly reading my messages. I'm really sorry, Sam, because he'd asked me a question about something I was trying to buy from him. Oh, and I so said so to Ellie. Because I've read, I read it on holiday and I was like, I should probably text Leah and say, by the way, I don't know how to unmark this, but I've read this. Yeah. I did think about texting you and forgot, but note to self, I will do that moving forward. Totally my fault. Should have messaged him for my own Instagram, but 
It was just the moment where I said to Ellie the other day, I was like, fucking me, she's done it again. She's been she hasn't told me, but it's fine. Yeah, sorry, my bad. But yeah, with the with the gun club one, I was like... So annoying. For the first few ones, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to spoil the surprise. Then because they kept coming, I was like, well, we're obviously not doing this thing anyway because Leah's not paid for it. So I didn't even think... You know, when you said there's some activities, I was like, well, it's not going to be a gun thing because Leah's not paid for it because I'm still even today getting okay. a reminder to pay for the gun club. So Ellie does some of that admin for us. She also has the um, app on her phone. So she was like, will you just pay for the fucking gun club? And I was like, I've paid the deposit. The rest is on arrival. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I will have words with them about it because it is fucking annoying, right? But at the same time, like, whatever. It's fine. But yeah, so all I had from you yesterday, I think, was a, a voice note like... I don't know, like quarter to seven in the morning being like, hello, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're coming down tomorrow. By the way, can you please bring some baseballs and or baseball caps? Sorry. And if you don't have any, that's fine. But if you do, then great. I was like, in my head, I was like, blurry eyed. Will Mia, well, sorry, but one, the baby. So now, six yeah, so now that makes sense. Feels yeah. like a normal time. Two, I was like, in my head, will Mia have baseball caps? And I was like, do you know what? I think it's possible that she might just have one because I can sort of see you like rocking a baseball cap. And I was like, I could ask her just in case. If not, we would have had this morning um, just to whip out and buy some. I'm not entirely sure what they're for because I. she said to me, just, I said, do we need to bring anything? And she said, just make, just a baseball cap. And in my head, I decided it was because if you hit the clay, they explode and the powder might get in our hair. And when I told Ellie, and I think we had a friend round, I said, oh, yeah, I've got to wear baseball caps. They were like, oh, yeah, because of the debris. And I was like, well, a baseball cap isn't going to protect your head from yeah, debris. Yeah, that scares me a bit. But also, like, how close? Like, I imagine clay pigeon stuff the clays are like pretty far away i don't think they're that far but you're right like i don't know what if shrapnel goes in your eye hence the baseball cap shrap <laughs> that would be awesome if like if we, that's a proper story that is that is like i've got some shrap in my eye i don't think i don't think it's gonna happen if it gets me off work then that would also to be honest be great. Mia, that means that the pair of us have hit a clay uh, which is also bonus yeah my all i want to do is hit one Okay, like, me too. My uh, my goal... Out of 25, I'd quite like to hit five, really. But one. to just hit one, I would be happy. Yeah. I think if it's... If I get 25 players and I hit none, I'll be really sad. I like... That will genuinely depress me. Because I will feel like I've completely failed. If I hit one, I'll be like, oh, that's okay. But I remember my dad has been a few times and he really loved it. And I remember him telling me that he'd hit, like some ridiculous amount so say you've done 20 and you'd hit like 16 of them or something yeah so i mean but one aspirationally one is, is enough for me actually i'd quite like to hit two because i would like to beat you okay that's yeah. fine you, you can have this one it's not a problem um it's weird because we've never actually done anything where we've gone head to head like this have we no it's never always been a, a joint like yeah. collaborative we're both experiencing it or yeah. Like we're having an individual session of something, but yeah. we're both we're not experiencing this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's um, not exciting. Is it? Are you competitive? Are you competitive? I don't think I am. No, I think you're too much of a team player. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I think I'm competitive with myself. Like, like I'm saying here, I, if I hit none, I'd feel really like, oh, you failed at this. But it will bring me no joy to get two if you get one. It will. Uh, 
that will make no difference. I won't walk away from it thinking I beat me. That won't give me any any joy at all. Oh, now you make me feel like a psychopath. No, no, not at all. Uh, like because it's. I mean, no. Now levels, you're not going in going. I hope you fail. No, you? no, you're exactly. Like, and now nice. that you you articulate it in that way, equally, it wouldn't give me any extra joy. To but be like, like, it's a oh. nice feeling though to think, oh, I've done really well at this. Yeah. But for me, if I hit one, I'll feel that. Yeah. If you hit ten and I hit one, I'll, it won't take away from the fact that I've done well at it because yeah. you're doing it well doesn't. This is why Leah's a better person than I'm I am. I'm not a better person <laughs> at all. That's just absolute bollocks. No, I'm. I'm. I'm really happy we're doing this one. Is and it's one of those things that I've. I don't know how I haven't done it because I've off so often thought, oh my god, I'd love to go play pigeon shooting. So I couldn't shoot a real animal. I remember when I was in Switzerland, there is an amazing place you can go where you it's archery though. Okay. And um they've set up this reserve. Um I think you can get a golf buggy to go around it. Um and they've got all of these polystyrene animals that like pop up around okay. the place and you go around and you have to shoot them and they're all worth different values so it's like a safari game park yeah but not you're not killing anything but a lot of it's quite challenging so there's some difficult shots some easy shots and you go around and at the end you get a score based on your thingy and i always wanted to do that because i thought that's so brilliant there's no way in the world i would shoot an animal no 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 i've got no I mean, no, no no joy whatsoever in harming I couldn't, anything I, it would absolutely i mean the only reason I can see myself doing it is if, you know, it was, like, survival, then I could probably do it. But I, I would never hunt for sport. Like no, 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 I Yeah. But, yeah. Well, how exciting. But it is exciting. Oh, God. I'm really excited. Okay. And especially as it's down the road, so that if you, yeah, if you genuinely enjoy it, mm. then you know you can do it again. Yeah, yeah. I just know what the benefit of it is. I don't know either. Because it doesn't really count as exercise, does it? I suppose not if you're just going to go and shoot some clays. Did you did you watch any of this um, the sport on the Olympics? Um, did you catch any of the Olympics? Not much, no. So they've got some really mental shooting sports. Like there's one where the guys have to like it's part of something else. Is it called the? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It was, they have to like do a swim and then a run and then a shoot and then a run and yeah, shooting is part of this thing. And they get to a station, they've got to, like shoot off all those. Oh. Yeah, and there's clay pigeon shooting is a and there's one of them. Yeah. Um but they're amazing, they hit every single shot, you know. It's like so it's a real yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna be at that level of No. But, um, no no no, because we're banking on let's do one. one. Yeah, let's hit one. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be, it'll be exciting. Fun. Exciting. And hope for no like, you know, injuries or Yeah, debris in the eye debris in the eye well there used to be at archery so there was this rule that you you couldn't you had to go and get your own arrows after you shot them so you'd shoot your every, you'd shoot and your neighbor would shoot and everyone would shoot and everyone would shoot but you weren't allowed to walk down to get your arrows until everyone was there. yeah obviously just in case someone accidentally shot one at you yeah but if you think about it if you're not concentrating a hundred percent it's really easy to finish what you're doing and say right i'm gonna walk down and get my arrows because <sighs> there's someone for things down yeah and it's like massive massive amounts of safety around like when you can cross the line and they spent the first lesson just t- talking to us about i'm this. not surprised yeah. imagine that the um libel case they'd have if somebody yeah accidentally got shot even if it was their own folks they hadn't followed the rules and waited yeah 
But it is like, I think it's the, it's the same thing as I was saying with the handguns. It's like, you just forget the power that these like things have. You're not around them all the time, are you? Like if somebody, if you, like if you point a shotgun at me and like shoot me, then... I don't. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So just... I won't, I promise. You're not allowed. They won't, I think, well, same with Archer, you weren't allowed to, to ever be facing any way other than the, up the, the range. And I'm sure it's the same with the guns like you can't be swinging a bow around or whatever um because yeah it's just i'm I'm one of my cousins shot my other cousin with a air rifle yeah cool how bad was that pretty bad like he was quite little and he had like a bullet like removed from his body i think but it didn't like go for any vital organs or anything but still like you know yeah yeah mental i think my cousins used to shoot each other with bb guns really And then there's also, um, what's it called, paintballing, which I've never done ever. But that's, you're using a gun for that, aren't you? You are. I've never been paintballing, but I was riding in teen on a horse and someone shot me with a paintball. (laughs) What? Yeah. So I went horse riding in teen and... um, Where's teen? What is teen? It's like a ski resort in France. Oh, sorry. I was imagining somewhere here. No, it's like, like, how do you say it then? Like, t- it might be I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's teen. Could teens, be. maybe. T-I-G-N-E-S. Teen. Yeah. So, um, it's a lovely ski resort. Um, and, like, you wind all the mountains. Like, and I had a friend who had an apartment there. So I went to spend a week with them to go skiing. And one day I was like, oh, I don't want to ski. So at the time I rode. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go riding. So I went riding, had a really lovely day just riding, but there wasn't any designated. It was like, get a horse from stables. Can you ride? Yes, okay, on your bike. Off you go. On your horse, maybe. <laughs> More relevant. But anyway, off I went, trying about. And um, I must have entered into a paintball range. Oh, wow. And I got hit in the face with paintball. And oh, my God, it Oh my god, it hurts! So oh bad. my god, it really, it really hurt. It really, really I'm hurt. not surprised. And the wow. horse like spooked as well, so it was like fucking. I had like rogue wild horse in the mountains, paintball, bruise. Mm. I, I I would definitely go paintballing, but I think we needed like a gang. So maybe yeah, I think you need it exactly. You need quite a, a few because you need people on both sides. Yeah, I'm sure we could get like a try not the pod crew. Probably. I think what scares me is because I can't run away and so you have to run between like hidey holes. You can have cover. Like you can be like... Cover me. Yeah, exactly. And then someone can like cover you. Yeah, true. True. There is. I tell you what you could do instead, which is I have done... Yeah, I fucking love it. It's Ellie's favourite thing in the world. Really? She wanted... I don't know why I'm whispering, but I think she wanted to do it for her Hindu so badly and in the end she couldn't i don't know why like either they didn't they weren't doing it or something and she ended up going doing mini golf which is also she enjoyed but um she's obsessed so if we did it we'd have to invite her that's fine um we could take i think i've four, only we done it once. the four of us we could have like we'd be against each other yeah captain the flag do. style yeah they do it um it's a big place i oh, really i've only done it once i can't remember in what context it's a lot of fun. It's a lot. That I would be competitive at. Purely because, you know, you're like, that I would be competitive because we'd actually be competing against yeah. each other. Whereas I see this experience as being more like, can Eve, can we? Do it, full stop. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not like we're going in. But whereas if we were in teams, then I would be healthily competitive. Yeah. Not like 
evenly competitive. Um, still. Yeah, still, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, good. All right. I'm excited. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it on the other side. We will. See you on the other side. Thank you so much for all of your support so far. So much so that we're in season two and we wouldn't have done that without all of the followers we've already got. However, we do need more. And in order to grow our subscribers, we're going to need you to rate and review us wherever it is that you listen to us. So just pop up a little five stars and a few words about why you listen. It will really help us out. It will help us to grow our reach and it will help us to grow our podcast. And if you want to do more than just rate and review us, there are a couple of ways that you can. You can join our Patreon, which would help to support us, subsidise some of the activities that we do, because a lot of it doesn't come cheap and we really could do a little bit of a kickstart. So if you want to help us out there, you can. There's loads of additional content that we put up and special episodes for people that subscribe. In addition, if you don't want to commit to a monthly subscription on Patreon, that's okay. You can do a one-off donation and just buy us a cup of coffee through Kofi in order for us to do all of those late nights of recordings and stay awake and hopefully continue to make them entertaining. You can find both the Patreon link and the Kofi link in our link tree. We will also post it to each and every episode. Thank you so much for your continued support. We'd also love to hear from you. So if you've got any ideas for things that we can do or you've got any comments for us about the show so far, then you can reach us at trynotthepod at gmail.com. If you haven't heard an episode that you've recommended to us, it's not because we're not interested. It's because either we're trying to source where on earth we can do it within either of our vicinities, or we're trying to save up the finances to make it happen. Because some of the things we want to do are a little bit on the pricey side. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll get back to the episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you today? Good. Good, good. Feels weird saying how are you today when I know that I'm staying here for a whole whole while and therefore we've had breakfast together, we've done stuff together. Yeah, it's that but awkward yeah, thing again. It is though. awkward, you're right. But for the benefits of the pod, yeah, welcome back. Mm. And I'm good. And you? I'm fine, I've got a slightly sore shoulder. And why would that be? Because we've just got back from our clay pigeon shooting experience. Which was amazing. And by the way, I want to take this up. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Like, oh my God, it was, it was awesome. I think helped by the fact that the experience itself is great, but also beautiful settings in the South Downs, which I'm determined to move to now. Um, And also we had a lovely, beautiful not clear sunny day but beautiful weather beautiful location so it just i think adds to the romance of the activity you're doing yeah it was a great location so we went to this south down gun club which is uh, near finden in west sussex it might actually be in finden i'm not entirely sure but it's very near finden and it's in the middle of nowhere so we got a little bit lost ended up at crematorium a few wrong ways but it's very well signposted so yeah. more for last but it is set in the most picturesque landscape isn't it i mean yeah just these rolling hills and mm. cows in one field and going past horses in another and then you get to the, yeah you get to the gun club and it's very well set out there's a little a little uh like food shack that does bacon butties and teas and i don't think it's quite a shack i think what, are, what are they called those um i don't know i think you should not uh, a shack what's it called it's like a a food, food van food truck van. food truck yeah yeah so sorry not shack truck yeah. um and then you know toilets on site which for me is always important 
um, and the actual sort of reception where they sell things and also, I guess, rent things or whatever. So, yeah, all like very nice. So we got we got there. We were a little bit late and they're very understanding. We filled in our um, permission forms and that was the cutest thing because on those kind of um, they're not permission forms. What are they called? Release forms. Release forms. Yeah, just to say, you know, who you are, what you are, and and that you you're at a gun club, I guess. Um, but you have to say why you're there. And one of the options was trying something new. Yeah, which was very cute because I didn't. I just skipped through the options actually and went with one that said trial the sport. And I was like, well, I guess that's kind of what we're doing. We're trialing it. But actually, you were like, oh look, that's trying something new. And I was like, yeah, trialing the sport. She's like, no, no, no actually trialing something new so um so it's perfect yeah, it um, was very fitting for the try not pod and we actually had 15 plays yes we, um that we could shoot um and we went out with our instructor um a chap called jez uh who was phenomenal he's been shooting for a very long time um and was able to make the whole thing not just informative in terms of how we should position the gun, etc. But also told us a little bit about the history of the sport, where some expressions came from and Yeah, I mean brilliant. Yeah. It was you know, when you when you are ready to sort of shoot your shot, as it were, you say pull for the clay the clay disc to be released. But the history of the pull was that actually they used to practice on actual pigeons um that would be in a trap and you'd have to pull to release the trap, to let the pigeon out the trap door. Mm. Um, and the fact that it's called clay pigeon shooting is because it used to be practised on real pigeons. Um, and the trap is still what the clays are released from. Oh, yeah, so, from a trap. Yep, yeah, correct. Uh, so there's a lot of the terminology that hasn't changed despite the sport having modernised and become less a sort of blood sport, as it were. Lots of different techniques. I mean, he, he explained a lot about the weight of the lead and the whatever in the cartridges and i didn't understand any of it i know you were like really going for it you were like so would it make a difference if i was like oh my god i'm so confused like i don't a lot of weights and because it was in the old style english weights that don't make sense to me like pounds and ounces i couldn't really grasp what they meant from a weight perspective but uh yeah you know the different size guns the different the different cartridges um yeah it was and it was fun sort of being around that again having seen my dad do it when I was so young and not revisited any of it but the the smell as well of uh, when my dad used to clean the guns and and it had sort of a smell that was lingering in the room that we went into where he taught us how to hold the gun in the right position and stuff so yeah it just brought back a lot of memories even though I've never done any shooting Mm. Um, the smell was amazing when you actually yeah it's like fireworks it was yeah gorgeous smell Um, but addictive like and I think he said that one yeah I can totally understand how people get addicted because there was something quite thrilling about it like when you made the shot it felt really good didn't it it did yeah and and I think there's so much I mean internal pressure right so we we went to three different stands which had slightly different, I guess, um, trajectories trajectories of the of the clay disc. Um, but the first, so we had six shots on the first, six shots on the second, and then four shots on the last one. So the first one, I don't know what it was supposed to mimic, but it was quite simple, simply being shot out away from you, um, and you had to track it. The second 
um, stand, we had one that mimicked a pheasant and one that mis- mimicked a crow. And we just focused on the crow, didn't we? Yeah. Like, it was coming from behind where you couldn't see it, out of behind shrubbery, I guess, and then almost towards you and across. And the third stand was the rabbit, which was, it went yeah, it along, trapped along the ground. The ground um, uh, which was, I guess, quite, quite difficult because you, or, you know, I, only envisage clay pigeon shooting up in the air. I didn't imagine that you could do any that were kind of tracking the ground. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's nuts because, well, there's a couple of things. Like what was your initial thought when you, when we sort of walked up to the stand? Cause you actually went first shooting. Didn't yeah. You? Well, so my initial thing was, Oh, maybe this isn't going to be so hard. He's kind of explained to us how you have to follow follow the clay before you take your shot and he explained that we've got a three second natural delay for us to sort of react to 0.3 second uh yeah no actually that wouldn't make sense if it's three seconds (laughs) yeah um a natural delay that you also have to factor in but actually our brains do a lot of the calculation for us and it's it's a little bit instinctive um and i was like oh we decided that you were going to go first in the room no, I thought that was literally just to have oh, just for the thing. Oh, no, in my head, it was that you were oh, going to go I'm first sorry. on everything. I just... So then we got to the stand, and I guess I was just standing closer to the stand, and it was just like, all right, you going up. And I was like, all right, okay, fine, uh, which was fine. But, yeah, in my head, um, I wasn't expecting really to go no, first. But um, I think, yeah, there was a lot of pressure because I was going first and because I was like, oh, I want to make sure I get at least one. So... I just, I think I was overthinking it at first. Mm. And then I think by the fifth or sixth one, I finally then Relax hit it. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, now I've understood. My brain's understood. Don't overthink it and just go with what you think feels right. He kept saying, like, trust your instincts, trust your instincts. And it's like, it, it really is, you're, you're, you're following the movement. If the movement's right, you can fire. Yeah. It's when you think, like you said at one point, I think it was on the second one, you went, oh my God, I closed both eyes. There was a moment where I was like halfway through a shot and I was like, what am I doing? Yes, yeah. My mind like wandered off and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. But I think it is, like you said, it's almost the pressure, like for yourself to get them. It felt like, yeah. And he's just very patient and very lovely. And, you know, we joked that with the recoil... I might fall over and actually he was extremely considerate of the fact that I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly balanced. And I think on the first shot I did step back a little bit. So he made sure that he was there to support me should I fall back again. But actually from a recoil perspective as well, he taught us that, you know, the tighter you hold the gun and the more you lean into it, the less recoil you're going to get actually oh, just from doing that movement. It kind of hurts. But he did explain that as you couldn't put as much weight on your front leg, you were going to get more recoil, which so you did a really good job because you... Oh, I don't think I... It didn't feel that yeah. jolty. I don't know how it looked. No, it know, didn't whether look... Whether it looked like I was didn't coming back It didn't look jolty at all. So, um, but actually, yeah, even did that first shot, because we talked about recoil, and because I was aware of the fact that I couldn't lean forward into the, into the shot, I was so paranoid that it was going to be extremely powerful. And oh, actually... Yeah. Like, I think it was a relief, a relief even. And maybe yeah. that's why I was like, oh, when I shot the shot. Yeah. Because, yeah, the recoil, yes, it's a bit painful. And it's somewhere you're not used to having cause something hard kind of jut into you. But yeah. it's not, it isn't actually bad. No, no, it doesn't, it shouldn't put you off, right? It shouldn't be yeah. something that goes, oh God, I can't. And what I love about it is not only is this, you just pitch up in your own clothes. They give you some glasses and some ear, um, ear 
Buds. Earbuds. No, they're not. No, plugs. Earplugs, yeah. I was going to say buds too. I was like, it's not buds. <laughs> Earplugs. Um, and a pair of like clear glasses just to protect your eyes. They told us to wear our baseball caps, which we did. But you just pitch up in your regular day wear, yeah. regular shoes. I had like some, like we didn't, you weren't kitted out for it, were we? No. And they just, you just sort of crack on. And they were also quite proud of the fact that it's quite accessible. So anybody could really yeah. get there. They've got shooters that in wheelchairs, he was yeah. saying. So it's like a really... It's just a... It's, I, don't, I can't really... It's just a really good... I mean, it's, it, it's not completely unaffordable, right? Yeah. It's not... Granted, it's not like going to a gym where you pay your membership and that's it and you've got full access and you don't think about the price anymore. It's not like... I don't Although know, I, other hobbies. I can't think of... Sorry, I don't know why I thought about the gym. But, you know, it's a pricey hobby. But actually, if you're into pricey hobby... You know, I do pottery, and that's £25 a go. Mm. I, you know, if you do golf, that might be 25 to £50 a golf round. I don't know the price of golf. Like, you know, there are hobbies that everyone does kind of do where you're paying a certain money so mm. in that realm of things i don't think it's outpriced what did we pay 35 pounds a head so we for paid the initial for this it was 35 pound we got 15 plays what he said is you know there are people there that are competing and they might shoot fifty thousand clays a year and they're the clays from a wholesale perspective are about 36 pence i think he said a clay so you can actually join this particular gun club for around £120, which was your membership fee for the year. And they charge 36 pence for a clay. I think it's slightly more for non-members. So if you're shooting 100 clays, you're, you're looking at around £36. Now, obviously, you'd have to have your own gun for that to happen. Yes. But um, they also have packages that you can run um, from the club um, where you can have instruction or, you know, you can do what we did today like the taster sessions so there are definitely options which is pretty i mean it's pretty good isn't it it is it really is and like, yeah so like i say it's 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 not a cheap hobby but it's not an unaffordable hobby the yeah and and like with any sport if you're buying your own equipment that is good you're going to buy quality or want to buy maybe something quality but second hand so just like with golf it's expensive to get your own clubs but once you've got them you've got them with with a gun, he said you could probably get a relatively cheap one for, what, 600 odd pounds. You yep. could also look, obviously, if you're into the sport, there are guns that go for 300,000 pounds, which are, you know, made by hand and take 5,000 hours of handcrafting. And, you know, you put your order in, you get it five years later kind of thing. Um, so that's the extreme end of the scale. But yeah, if it's something you're into, then it's not completely unaffordable and definitely like something like this which we did was the introductory sort of session is well worth going and doing it even if it's not something you want to take up because it's a really i think it's a really good experience like i really enjoyed myself yeah i did too i got proper adrenaline i got proper like like i said to you it's like felt like the only thing i can describe it is when i jumped out of a plane after i jumped out of a plane i was like like I felt shaky and the first after the first round of shooting a little bit after the second I felt the same way like I felt like shaky yeah yeah I mean you did say at the time exactly it just I did I definitely did I think because I in the first round I think I it was only the last shot or the second to last shot that I actually got the clay and as soon as I got the clay I then got an adrenaline rush of like oh my gosh, I actually shot something. When and you screamed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. Um, 
versus I think once that initial novelty had run off like yes it's so exciting and I couldn't wait to shoot more and to get more um but that sort of like shaky heart pumping adrenaline I only got after that first that first one it's interesting because he said to us so we shot 15 clays and he said oh 25 would have been better which was an option yeah um and then but he said, but any more than that. Like, oh no, he said, oh, you could go up to 40, but you'd really feel that tomorrow. And at the time, we were both, we didn't say anything to him, but we looked at each other like, why would we feel this? We're just literally firing a gun. But, and he said, oh no, you're going to feel it in your shoulder, like possibly in your lower back, blah, blah, blah. And as we were afterwards, we went to the uh, food truck and we got, um, like just a drink. Um, and I, I got a can of Coke. And as I was like looking up, like this, I could feel the pull in, the, in my back, which is just so strange. Well, it's funny, sitting here now, you know, my shoulder is actually quite painful. Yeah. Um, and we, we've been trying to look if we've got a bruise, and I don't I don't bruise particularly well anyway, but I've got a bit of a bruise. Leah's got some real, like, they look like scratches, actually, but some that must be the force of where the butt of the gun went yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and it is, like, I've put some arnica on it. It's sore. It doesn't hurt now. I know. Oh, mine is. I'm sitting here and it's. Did you put arnica? On I put arnica. It's yeah. sort of throbbing. It is. Oh yeah, there's a little throb, isn't there? Yeah. But it's sort of like I kind of like it. Like I don't know if this makes me really weird, but it's like it's in the way that you like the stiffness after going to the gym, where yes. you're like, oh, I've done something, yeah. and that feels good. Yeah. When you, yeah, exactly. I like it. It's like it's just slightly comforting. It makes me feel like oh yeah, um, it's good. But it's I I I want to do it again. I was saying to Leah like. I might actually have to convince, not even convince, but tell my boyfriend, like, we're coming to visit Leah and we're going shooting. I all said four we of us should do Ellie. it. The four of us like, should go and just, yeah, we'll get, we'll get a babysitter for the day and we'll just go and do all of it. Like, the shooting, there's some, we'll do, like, maybe more claims. Maybe we'll take 40 so we can try all the different tracks. Well, I, I don't know. I think, for, bearing in mind how much pain yeah, we're in, 40 maybe 25. Yeah, maybe 25. And then we've got some axe throwing and there's some other, other stuff we can do there. So maybe we book that up, but... Um, I can honestly, I can imagine uh, this would be an amazing hobby for me. Like, I'd really like to do it like, once a week, just go and. and well, I isn't th- just once every two weeks. It doesn't need to be a weekly thing, but where you know that you've got the opportunity to be out in the fresh air to to like mm. have that adrenaline rush of hitting some clays. Yeah, and I said that after a stressful yeah, week. Stressful week, exactly. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, there's so many things that we've done. Well, to be fair, I was, I was thinking about this too. Like. Do you think this is something you will repeat? I'd love to. I don't yeah. know logistics wise. Like he was saying, I was asking if there are any gun clubs near London. He said most of them are, are in West London. He did actually talk about a specific, it's called Shotgun and Chelsea Bun Club, which is a um, a shooting community for specifically for ladies. And I think it, it started out that you would bring a cake and don't do some shooting. I don't know what it's like now. We will look it up. We'll, we'll, well, I think we should try and go um, because it's up in, near you. Yeah, I mean, it depends actually whether it is anywhere near Chelsea or not, or if it's just called because of Chelsea Buttons. Yeah. Um, so we'll need to look up where it is, or maybe it's a community and they do it all over the UK. I'm not really sure. We'll have to look into They've it. They've got quite a lot of events, it seems. So we should definitely look into it and see what we could do. And but just... yeah, so I don't know from a London. Yeah, he kept talking about Holland and Holland, uh, which I don't know where they're. They're based. They're, they're gun makers, no? Oh, maybe. Um, so I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's something London based or if this is just an impetus that actually I need to move out of London and to the South Downs. Yeah, it's something I would like to do it again. I don't know the feasibility based on where I currently live. You definitely want to bring 
um your boyfriend down here so we can all go yeah. four of us can go so we should we should definitely look into that and getting that to happen because i think it'd be really fun i'd like to go again you know i think this is one of the things that we've done that i'm like yeah i'd do this again and i do, and it's on, I do it on the reg. yeah definitely yeah it's pretty awesome it's amazing this podcast sometimes it blows my mind there's so many things like i went for a float the other day in hove yeah you know which like that is essentially on my doorstep and would you have ever thought of going for a float before we'd actually tried it no i went for one as well i didn't actually love it which i was really disappointed with but i think i was just in a really bad place and and it wasn't set up correctly they'd forgotten to turn turn off the jets i was constantly being fired around the pod trying to close my eyes and feeling like i'm drowning I had an amazing experience and I actually talked to a woman afterwards and she was just telling me that um, she's been doing like regular floats since she started working there and actually she's now really started to like work through some kind of issues and stuff because oh, really? it kind of is bringing well, th- that's that the whole Exactly, because yeah. it is also that sort of like with a, the being a sensory deprivation yeah. tank where yeah. you can actually relax your brain and... Well, she said, and I think it's really interesting and I think it's the same with a lot of this stuff, It's it's about the fact that you're not on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I was doing this and you were going up there, so seriously, you were going up to shoot 25 plays, you know, you went up and you're just having somebody like, or maybe you can do your own pool where you put it on a, I don't know how. Well, that was it. Yeah. I wasn't sure how, if you were just going, because you know, the, next to us, there was a guy at the stand and he was on his own. Maybe you can get a foot pedal. I right. would imagine that would be the best way yeah, to do it. Yeah, but that's right? still between like yeah, pressing maybe. the foot pedal. You're not really. Maybe you can program it. Yeah, sure but however that works like again you you're you're just focusing and he said at one point the only thing you should be thinking about is following the clay that's it yeah. and it's like yeah it's it's just a break isn't it and everything that you're else that's going on yeah because i think even when you're sitting there you know relaxing or like you know once we finish recording this we'll go sit on the sofa or whatever i'm i'm then thinking right okay well what time is it now and what time do i need to then do this and i've got to get the train at that time and once i arrive and get off the train what's my journey home and okay when i get home do i need to do stuff because it's sunday night before i go to work tomorrow actually i'm cycling to work tomorrow so i need to pack my bag this evening you know so like your brain is constantly thinking about the next yeah not the rather than the the here and now yeah and exactly that in the shoot nothing else matters yeah just and you're like, clay. okay, the clay's coming out. Right. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, what a, What time's, you know, how long until the next clay is going to be shot out? And It is literally just that one. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mental. Uh, so I would definitely do it again. And I think it would be really good if we went as a foursome and just like shot up some clays. I'd love that. So I'm proud of us. We said we wanted to hit one each. We do not know how many we hit. Um, but I think, I reckon we hit, like, if we did 15, or I think we ended up shooting 16, I think we hit a third of our shots. Yes, I think so. That was yeah, roughly what that it feels, equated to. Yeah, yeah, that is, feels about I mean, right. a lot more than one. Yes. Yeah. You know, and for the first ever go, he said, didn't he, it was, he was really impressed. I mean, yeah. the last one, the rabbit one, I hit none of those. I was much better at the overhead ones. You hit three out of four of those. Yeah. And that was like, he said they were the hardest ones. And that, to me, they did feel really, really hard. I did I mean, we, I we also challenged like... him to um, to hit them as well. And he's not used to using the, the sort of beginner gun that we were using. So um, he missed the first one as well, I think. Um, it did jump, like, massively. 
But uh, yeah, no, it was good fun. I loved it. I really loved it. It's really, really good. Definitely. Would you consider doing other types of shooting? Do you have any interest in like, you know... Well, the handgun sort of revolver style shooting, do you Like mean? target, yeah. Like, I'd be interested to try and shoot, you know, um, the where they have the sort of body outline. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about this on the... We talked about the experience where you can shoot the goodies and the baddies. Right. But they also do like target... I don't know if they do it here. I don't think they do because I think you were saying it's quite restricted. But there are places you can go to shoot targets for handguns. Yeah, yeah. I'd try it. I yeah. would definitely try it. Yeah. And, I mean, you wouldn't have the recoil issue. No, um, true. At all. So it's just literally hand-eye coordination. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So no, I'd okay, definitely try it. Maybe we look and see if there's some more gun-related yeah. bits and pieces to do. Okay, then. I think part of the pleasure of this one was the, the fresh air, the setting, the location, the sort of the history around shooting. You know, the, the first guns were actually made for hunting and not for war. Yeah. Um. So I think, part, yeah, part of the, the joy of it was all of that. Whereas I think if you are going to a, a sort of revolver-esque one, mm. those machines are made to kill other humans. You know, a revolver isn't, yeah, isn't made not, yeah. as a hunting. No, no, of course not. Um, and like, so that, I think, maybe has a different psychology behind it when you're actually going and as yeah. to how I'm sure it's an adrenaline rush. I'm sure, you you know, you get all of that, but it's... There isn't quite the same romance around it. I think. No, and I don't think there's quite as much skill either, to be honest. Because shooting a handgun, like I was able to shoot, like I told you before, like the face off a president on a dollar bill from however distance I was with a handgun, because it's you're just it's stationary. It's stationary. Yeah, you are lining it up and pulling the trigger, and it's easy to pull the trigger. Like it's terrifying yeah. how easy it is. Um, you know, whereas that. You are conscious of the fact that it's, you know, it's pushed into your shoulder. Your face is against the kind of bit, you know, the, the butt of the gun, yeah. and you are lining up that sight. And it's heavy as well. There's a weight to it, and then you're tracking a moving target, which yeah. is so the totally different discipline, almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, but I definitely, I, I give it a go. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Okay, that's fine. But for now, we can definitely say clay pigeon shooting. Done. Done. <laughs>